Hello, hello, folks. This is Alex from The Red Lemon Show. You are listening to episode number six. Thank you for tuning in. This is a show that I broadcast out of my apartment in Bangkok, Thailand. It's just me and a microphone and my wacky brain. So I am honored that you decided to, um, you know, swap what could otherwise have been valuable uh, creative time for The Red Lemon Show listening time. So... I've realized a lot of people tend to introduce themselves when they start podcasts with all the awards that they've won. And I just, it came to my awareness that I haven't won a single award. I've been an illustrator for over a decade and I haven't got any awards to my name. And I feel a bit, a bit sad for that. But to be honest, I haven't really been looking for them. I've never applied for anything. I've never signed up for one of those, you know, jury things. Um, I just don't see the value in awards in the same way that others might. I just, I just have never really cared to be honest about uh, big old awards because to be honest, the best, the best judge I hope of my creative work is really myself and my fans. I don't need a jury, a panel of people to sit down and decide whether my work stacks up next to someone else's. So I'm an awardless illustrator. I am an awardless writer, but hopefully there are a few of you out there who are nodding in agreement when they say that I have given out um, a few things of value and a few things that have hopefully inspired you. Today I am quite tired. It's 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 after 10 p.m. here in Thailand. I've just been working on my accounts. It's an exciting time of the year whereby I get uh, furious emails from my accountant saying, can you hurry up, please? Your deadline for submitting your accounts is coming near. It's actually tomorrow. So I've left it, you know, the entire year I could have done this and I've left it to the day before to do my accounts. So I've been uh, beavering away at uh, uh, running through all my statements and making sure everything's in order and trying to get my head wrapped around the confusion that is my accounts. My, um, My Red Lemon Club is under a a limited company structure which allows me to do all sorts of clever things involving taxes that I won't I won't mention here but uh, it is a confusing affair I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you that I, I haven't to be honest I've got no clue what's going on I just I just tell I tell my accountant what they want I send I send over what they want and that's and that's it and I'm, I'm still as baffled as I was several years ago um, but I'm glad now that that's done uh, my mind is a little bit numb, uh, full of numbers and Excel spreadsheets and so on, but I, I will try my best, which brings me to the topic of this podcast. And because I've been trying to get my head around my accounts, it's made me think, you know what, what about a podcast episode about money? And I know this this, this can be controversial, this can be dangerous ground in the world of art, in the world of the creative sphere. I know that it can lead to uh in group fighting shall we say um it, it can be a controversial thing art and money how does it mix and what are my views on money what are, what am i thinking of when it comes to the delicate intersection of creative work and money how does it work do we need to be pursuing money do we need to be pursuing our art and blocking out any thoughts of money because it's evil do we need to be pragmatic in our approach with money? Do we need to be thinking about money all the time? Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I think of money and how I approach it with my 
creative work, be that through the writing, be that through my illustration work, and be it through what I talk about with my clients and how I tell them to approach money and everything that I've learned that I have agreed with and uh, rejected. So today, I before we jump in, I wanted to quickly um, get you to do the usual stuff and you're probably getting sick and tired of this already and you're probably already a, a member so I forgive me if I've mentioned it too many times but do sign up to the Red Lemon Club newsletter if you haven't already because that is the central hub of everything that I do you know everything that will come out that is new well I'd, I'd say about 60% of stuff that I um, bring out that's new will be mentioned there there'll be other stuff that I just put out regardless but it's a good place to be um, I do not bombard my followers with with too many emails it's a, it's a few a week but they are full of useful articles they will be full of um, mentions of when my next podcasts are coming out and any uh, useful products that I am coming up with in my uh, my lab over here in Thailand. <clears throat> so do make sure that you go to redlemonclub.com, throw in your email, you'll get a free book. You will get, at the moment, it's my... You know what, I'm, I'm not going to say because I'm dating my podcast and I want this stuff to be evergreen. I want you to, to be listening to this in, in three to five millennia. Okay, future humans. So, money. Oof, just the word. Doesn't it just Doesn't it just pinch? money creative work and money the two the two uh i don't know it depends on how you think about uh, think about it. it do they go hand in hand i don't know but here's what i think first of all i want to talk about mindset i want to talk about how i think um it will serve us well uh to think about money in a certain way so the the mindset that you have about money is everything because it's going to affect how you behave when it comes to um, your pursuit or rejection of money as you develop in your creative work. We are, for the most part, doing this as an enterprise. We, we are doing this to, to make a living, unless I'm mistaken. I, I'd imagine 90% of us at least are doing the work we do because we know that we love it. We know that we have a talent here that, that can be developed. We know that we've been drawn to art and the creative world and the entrepreneurial world and, and you know the innovative side of the industry, and we are doing this to make money. We're doing this to pay the bills, and at the very least, it's something that we hold um, at the back of our minds. It could be something that we barely think about. It could be something that gets us, you know, out of our beds in the morning with a with a with heart palpitations because we're worried about it, but. To varying extents, most of us are doing creative work in order to to get money. And if I'm completely wrong, do email me and tell me what, what you're doing it for. <laughs> uh, obviously, there's a lot a lot more to the creative work than the money, of course. That's not what I mean. But I'm saying that money does play a factor. Money, money is always going to play a role if you are indeed do, doing this as part of an enterprise, as part of an entrepreneurial um, endeavor that involves you needing money to come through the door every every month. So we, we need to think about how we're going to think about money in, in a way that is beneficial for our creative development, for our business, for our success, for our fulfillment. And one of the things that I learned when I was living in Vietnam a couple of years ago, I, I had a, a business coach slash life coach. Uh, he was great. His name was Christopher Browning. Uh, not was. He's, he's still around. 
and uh, he he was he was a great coach. He he had a, a very pirate esque beard, and he was he was a fascinating guy. And he taught me a lot about business, but also gave me some interesting pointers about money that helped me think about money in an entirely different way. And one of one of his little tips was that think a good way of thinking of money is not to think of it as a bad thing, as a sort of root of all evil, as you know all all the kind of negative connotations but rather to flip that and to think of money as simply a note of thanks that you receive from someone who has received your value. Okay, it's it's effectively, I mean, it, it might have a number on it and, and, and some obscure uh, monarch on the front, but if you just forget all that and think of money as just literally a piece of paper that is offered in thanks, uh, depending on the level of value that you gave, you will get more thanks. So if you get uh, 10 pounds uh, back from something that you gave then your vote of thanks is is worth 10 10 pounds so it's it's it is an it, a piece of thanks for value that has been given and that that points us to a very important aspect a very important part of money that we can't forget which is that value is everything and people will pay you for giving them value and what's value value is is something that drives the improvement of their lives whether that is to be happier to be more entertained, to be more fulfilled, to be able to pay for other things. Hang on, does that make sense? No, because um, you're not giving them money. You're just you're providing value, but people who receive that value are willing to pay you money because they are their lives are being improved in some way through the value that they've received from you as a creative, and that can be to entertain or to inform. And those are pretty much the two the two the two big ones. I might have missed something, but think about your value then. And think about what you can do to receive a vote or a note of thank you in the form of money from someone else. So that that helps me personally think of money as a much more benevolent thing. And it's simply a case of using that to motivate you to create more value for people. So that that's one aspect of mindset that I wanted to just talk about for this this episode. There's a lot more to it, but this is, a, a th- I think, a nice kind of introduction to viewing money in a more positive light because a lot of us um, we have a love-hate relationship with money and a lot of the attitudes that we sometimes absorb from the media and from the world around us means that we um, we do not make the most of what we can gain from the beauty of money uh, I might be talking crap but you know what I mean, right? I mean, it, you, you want to have a positive mindset when it comes to money because money is important. Money is going to keep us alive. Money is going to help us survive. So it, it helps to have the most positive mindset as we can because, to be honest, it's just a, it's a medium of exchange. There's, there's nothing good or bad about it. So why not have a positive attitude about money? So um, think of it as a thank you note for value given. And knowing this will make you think about how you can improve your own value. Because the, the more value you can provide for a certain type of person, the more money you will get, the more thanks you will get. The other thing that I want to talk about is the, the interplay between saving money and going out and getting more of it. And I think that most people have been conditioned through society, through family, through media to think that the getting of money is a negative and greedy thing and that saving it and being very careful with our money 
is pretty much the only the only route the 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 good the good samaritan uh avenue to take and that we need to be very careful with our expenses and that we need to hold on to our money and that we need to you know the post the post war boomers who are most of our parents or at least they're mine are very keen to remind me that I need to be careful with my money and they're they're absolutely right but here's the thing if we neglect the getting of money at the expense no if we sorry sometimes sometimes I can't formulate my thoughts very well so bear, bear with me if we neglect the the going out and getting of money because we're so focused on the saving of money then I think that can be a that's not a good thing and I, th- I think that our focus can be limited, our attention can be limited. So if, if we are focusing all our time on, on the saving and the holding back of, of generating income, then we're going to be forever, forever poor, effectively. And, and that's okay. If you have a certain amount of income that you're aiming for and you have a certain lifestyle that you want to live, that's fantastic. But there is no harm in, in the gaining of money. Um, it, it can lead to all kinds of positive things, and you need to see that. Um, we live in a capitalist world, and this is just the system that we've created for ourselves. It's the best system that we have managed to come up with. And by getting more money, we can do so many good things with it. That's the thing. We can, we can change the world in so many ways. We can, we can hoard it all for ourselves, or we can, we can turn it around and, and use it for good. So there's, there's no harm that comes from the adding of more money so what am i getting at i think that we need to be turning our focus towards getting more of it and and bear with me here because i'm going to talk about how how we can do this in a way that is ethical and is going to and is positive we need to be focused more on going out and generating more income when you talk to so many artists and creatives especially and 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 a lot of people in general these days their focus is very much on saving on very much on holding back and that can be great that can be it's it's good to be careful about your money of course and there's no one has become rich who was not very very careful about their money but they still had their focus i think twisted more towards the getting of the money so and th- and this is re- this has helped me a lot I, I i try and save here and there but i'm not too precious about expenses um I spend a lot of money and I'm I'm happy with that freedom because what that leads to is a more abundant mentality. Um, I'm much more, I don't have as much stress. Okay, I'm spending a fair amount, but I'm also making sure that that isn't at the expense of going out and getting more money. So I'm much more focused on, on the going out and getting of money and, and viewing it as a positive thing, viewing it as, uh, as getting money as uh, the result that comes from... Um, creating value in the world and, and sharing that value with people that, that need it. So so that becomes a very positive thing because you're focused on the value of it. You're focused on building your own value and and, and you're, you're, you're thinking about, okay, how can I improve someone else's life? Because that really is what money can lead to if you think about it in the right ways. So I hope, I hope that makes sense. I mean, I'm, I'm clearly not an expert and I'm sort of flagging here a little bit. <laughs> But the, these are these are the things that help me view money in a different way, in a way that is sort of refreshing and um, motivates me, to be honest, to go out there and and to and to kind of 
share my value with the world and find the right kinds of people who are well suited to that value and, and the joy that comes from improving people's lives and the joy that comes from the exchange of thanks in the form of money that the that people will give you uh, in return for that value so think about that and and rather than being too focused and too um, stunted in a way by focusing on saving 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 you've got to you've got to think of having a more more of an un- abundant mentality and again i'm stumbling here but you this is this is really key and it's something that is a little bit controversial because a lot of people don't have money much money to spare you know let alone money to to give away but that is it's it's all about the mindset and it's 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 about not grabbing too grabbing hold too tight to the money that you have and being okay with the idea at least in your head of letting it go because when you give money away when you're happy with giving money away and you're not too precious about your money you start to loosen up you start to get more creative you start to think more about your value and how you can help other people because it's not just about you does that make sense so at least when it comes to mindset you don't actually have to give out millions of pounds every year i'm talking about being okay with the idea of letting go of your money and and spending it and, and and allowing people to have it that that will lead to a much more of an abundant looser more creative attitude and i find that that's really helped and that might might just be something that you meditate on or think about um and it will take a bit of time to gradually change that if if you've been thinking about things very much in the in the uh, the different direction so those are those are two key points about mindset i wanted to move on to the next sort of half of this which is figuring out the importance of figuring out who your money is for because when i talk about creating value and receiving money in exchange for that value it helps to know who your audience is and this is a very this is a key aspect of um how we think about money as creatives especially and and, and businesses in general but it's very easy to get carried away with just the creative work and i i can totally understand that we all want to focus and get lost in our own creativity but i will get to that shortly first i want to get to the audience side of things we need to know who our market is and this is something that uh, can be often overlooked and it's very easy to want to be a jack of all trades for all kinds of people and not think too much about who your audience is going to be but when it comes to the improvement of people's lives which is ultimately what money is paying for you need to think about whose lives you are changing because then you will know how to best deliver the most effective value for those kinds of people. If you if you if you don't know who your audience is, you will not know what kinds of value to give them. You will not know how you can uh, effectively change their lives for the better. Um, so you need to sit down and, and brainstorm some some target markets, some some audiences, some types of people, and they don't have to be within certain age categories or genders or whatever. It, it can be people that share a similar worldview to you. Um, and I will go into audience in another podcast in a bit more detail, but but just to touch on this whole thing of market, you need to know who you're marketing to, and the more refined that is, the more refined that idea is in your head, and the more of a kind of um, a model you have in your mind um, for who that could be, the better service you will be able to bring to them, and the more likely they will be to reward you in the form of money. Does that make sense? So figure out that audience, figure out how you can serve those people, figure out how you can uniquely position yourself in such a way that people will notice you 
in in the crowd and see that you are the kind of person that can help them in a way that very few others can. You need to be seen as that kind of beacon of, of value and light and usefulness. This is what is going to bring people to you. If you can show through the powers and the magic of the internet and wherever else you're marketing yourself, if you can show a certain sliver of society how you have what it takes to change their lives in a way that no one else can, whether that be through art, whether that be through um, web design or coding or whatever it is that you do, think about a target audience. First and foremost, a very thin sliver. You can, of course, have people who approach you from other areas of, of the world and the market. You can, of course, work with those people as well, but it really helps to fine-tune your concept of who that audience is so that you can first and foremost serve those people and you can obviously it's a lot easier to market to a smaller group of people and say look here I am I can help you in this way this is what I can do for you it's a lot easier when you have a more refined idea of who that kind of person could be and where to find them and and how to market to them does that make sense so that's the second that's the second leg let's let's call this a tripod then of money the way we think about money the first one is having a positive mindset about money in a way that's abundant and we see it as an exchange of thank you for value that we share that's the mindset aspect then then the second piece is uh who's our audience and who are we directing our value towards who are we marketing towards and whose lives are we going to be changing uh, more than anyone else and we can go th- we can approach this in sort of phases so we can start with maybe we can spend a year on uh, one one particular type of audience and then move on to the next i mean it's really down to you I and mean, you might dedicate your whole life to a particular type of audience um, the key thing is that at the end of it all at any given moment you know who your your primary audience is or your primary target is and then that becomes a lot easier to know um you know who's got your money and how you can create the value that's going to receive it from them thirdly we want to go back into the sort of passion aspect again of creativity and this is what um is at risk of being lost i think when people get worried about mixing money and creativity this is um the passion side is often um the thing that people worry that we we can lose in our pursuit of gaining money and and becoming rich what's that going to do to our art is that going to affect the quality of our designs and our humanity and our creativity and and the art Um, it can do if you are focused on getting money with whatever means necessary you know it can be very unethical means and it can be means that completely affect the quality of your work and it can suck all the emotion out of the art which in turn leads to very disappointed customers and very disappointed audiences so pretty pretty pointless so we do need to we 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 need to pay attention to the art we need to make sure that the quality of our work is of a standard that the audience and you are are happy with and fulfilled with and bring you both joy so this is something that we need to factor into our the way we think about money is maintaining our um, spark through the work that we create. We need to make sure that we are creating good quality, uh, emotional, vibing, colorful art that we love, that our audience is gonna love, 
Okay, so in an earlier episode, I spoke about um, how we develop style and how we need to understand two aspects of the development of creative work. Um, There are two things to think about when we set out to create art. One is the direction we're facing in. Um, This is what I call the, this is the target that you are looking towards. And this is effectively the audience that I mentioned just now. You need to know uh, where your audience is, who they are, because that creates some context around the art that you're going to create. So you need to understand your audience. That, that, that helps you figure out where you are facing and which target you're aiming at. And then there's, then there's the second part, which is the bullseye in the middle of the target. And the way to hit the bullseye is to make sure that you are creating stuff that brings you to life, that you love, that you enjoy, that you that you value, that you think is great, that feels right, that is instinctively the right thing to do, that is truthful, that is honest, that is that feels transparent and feels right and brings you to life while you do it. That's the bullseye in the target. So there are two aspects to create to creating good creative work, especially if you're an enterprising creative and you're, you're you're doing this for the money and you're trying to see money as a positive aspect of it. There are two aspects to it. The audience, the direction, the direction you're focusing, which which will define the work. But then inside of that, you want to be working for yourself ultimately because you only you know who you are. And if you create for someone else, you're only assuming what they're going to be what they're going to like. So focus on you, focus on what you love to do, focus on what you think is is just works. Okay, because when you do that and you and you feel the emotion running through it and you and you love it, what you're creating, then your audience is going to love it too. So those are the two aspects of creating uh, quality, emotional, rich, creative work without losing your soul. You've got the audience there. You are aware of the value that they need. You are aware of who they are and what they uh, what they need to improve their lives whether that be through your art or through something more um, hmm, instructional, something that will teach them something, something something that will help them, you know, whether that be like plumbing or whatever it is that you do. You need to <clears throat> be aware of, I think, all those, those three things. So have, having a positive mindset sort of is the umbrella thing over these other two things. But this, these, these things have helped. This, this is a sort of philosophy of money that has helped me because a lot of us get confused about whether we should be thinking about our audience when we create stuff or should we be doing it just for ourselves, kind of in an almost selfish way. But I think there's a way to balance the, the, them all in one place, which is to use your audience and your target market as a kind of contextual framework around which you create the, the really the gutsy, heartfelt stuff in, inside. And of course, projects will vary place to place. Um, and, and depending on what you do, the work might be more freeing and more expressive, or it might be much more refined. Like it might be, you know, web development or, um, you know, designing websites. But there is going to be a heart to it. There will be a um, a sort of point in the middle that you can look at and say, this is this is this is work that makes sense to me. This feels right. This is good quality. This is from my heart. This is from my soul. Even if it's coding. You know, you'll you'll feel it when you when you are feeling it, 
And that's that's important no matter what project it is, no matter how crappy the client, no matter how shitty the situation, you want to be doing stuff that digs to the truth that is right, that is that is the best to your ability. Um, and that, I think, is what's going to lead to good results that will lead to being accurately paid. I mean, some clients obviously might, might be crappy and they might not pay you enough. That's for another that's for another thing. But this is why we need to be going out there and looking to increase <clears throat> our income. And and that comes through finding high quality clients and, and people who value our value and are willing to give you good money for good work. Well, I hope that made some sense. I know that, that was a bit more of a rambly, uh not really sure what I'm talking about type episode but those those are the, those are some ideas that have helped me over the years those, those three philosophies and how they all hang together has really helped uh, in terms of me thinking about money in a, in a better way than I used to and I, I think it really helps to think about money as being a good thing and something that we need to actively go out there into the world and and, and you know bring home the bacon for ourselves figure out ways of doing it um, figure out ways of improving other people's lives who are relevant to the work that we create and finding those people who are a perfect or a good match to the kinds of talents and strengths that we have and figuring out how we can how we can improve their lives. There's a lot of fun in that process, especially when we can see the good in it and especially when we can um, see what we can do with, with money that we've received and that can be supporting ourselves and our families and improving the world in, in many different ways. So, as I said, there's there's a bit of rambling going on there, but I hope you've managed to sort of squeeze out a bit of red lemon juice out of all that, and um, maybe you see money in a slightly different way now. Let me know what you think of this episode. Uh, um, send me an Instagram comment. Send me a comment uh, wherever you're listening to this through. Send me an email. Always happy to hear from those. It keeps keeps me going. If you haven't yet been to the Red Lemon Club shop. There's some juicy merchandise over there, uh, T-shirts. There's even a pair of socks with a Red Lemon Club logo on there. Um, feel free to have a look and grab yourself a piece of kit. There's there's some signed color copy books in there and other books and interesting products as well to check out. Of course, speaking of money, it's a very relevant time to go there and, and do a bit of a shop. So thank you guys for listening again. I'm looking forward to hearing from you in terms of feedback and any questions you've got and any uh, suggestions you have. And I will see you in the next one. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on.